Good morning. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Maker That Money live this morning on the YouTubes with uh, Pooch, that's me, of Repcord, my trusty sidekick, Andrew, of 3D Gloop. And today we have a very special guest with us. Uh, for those of you joining us uh, in the chat live, you might recognize Mr. Chris Bolesky with East Coast Rep Rap Festival. We did a live recording of this podcast at his event two weeks ago, and it was awesome. Chris, welcome this morning. How are you doing? Good morning, guys. I'm doing really good. I'm starting to feel a little bit rested uh, now that we're a couple weeks past. Um, but doing well today. Thanks for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. Sure, we're we're glad to have you. I'm glad you're you're getting your your rest and relaxation. And I know that the amount of work that you and your team put in to make this thing happen every year is uh, is is quite substantial, wouldn't you say? Uh, yeah, that would be an understatement. <laughs> had uh, had no idea what this all entailed uh, when we first got into it. Um, we did a little bit of homework and we said, oh, it's not going to be that much work, but um, it grows. It grows. How hard could be putting a, a festival together really be? And uh, boy, did you did you learn that? Well, we're going to get into the nitty gritty on some of that in a second. Uh, but first, a little bit of housekeeping, a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, we are the, the topic for today, everybody, just so you know what you're listening to, we're going to talk about the value of these types of events for your small business, why you might want to do it. And we're going to look at it from both sides. We're going to look at it from our side as a business. And Chris is hopefully going to share some insight, not only on, uh, you know, the value that he feels like his event provides to business, but obviously you guys are a business yourselves running something like this. And maybe we can get into some of the understanding of the minutia of that for anybody out there that might be interested in creating a rep rap festival or some other event maker fair of their own in the future. So we are always looking for those little nuggets and tips and tricks. But before we dive in, we always like to share our wins for the week because we're very positive people here, right, Andrew? So positive. So positive. <laughs> so positive. So this is the time in the chat, everybody, where you're going to tell us what was awesome that happened to you guys this week. And it can be personal. It can be about your business or whatever. And, and Chris, we're going to put you on the spot, too, but I'll let you go. I'll let you go third so that you Thank have a little you. time to think about <laughs> it, okay? Because we didn't warn you ahead of time. Uh, Andrew, that means you're up first, right. as always. Give us a win as for this always. week. All right. All right. Well, I think the uh, I think the win for this week is is just uh, continuing to make progress on our retail packaging. Uh, we uh, spent a decent amount of time uh, making some uh, some revision notes and you know working towards getting you know Gloop into retail stores. So hopefully here uh, you know not too much longer it'll it'll happen. Um, little wins, but still wins oh, <laughs> along that, the that's, way. That's great. I can't wait to see it, and I know we're we're going to be seeing it in some brick and mortar stores just soon enough. You've done a lot of work, yep. and we've talked about it a bit in the past, but. But I'm glad to hear progress continues on that. For us, uh, if you've been following along on my all my ramblings on the Twitters and stuff like that, you'll see we've we've had some interesting uh, uh, issues with the, the the laser cutting as we you know do more and more of it. Fires blowing up the tube. Oh. The tube. For those of you who are not familiar <laughs> with laser cutting, the there there's something that looks something like a neon tube in the back that's full of. CO2 and other secret sauces that when you run electricity through it is what creates the laser that does all the cutting and all that stuff. And those things are very expensive when they die. Uh, very. So, you know, you can think of it as the <laughs> transmission or the engine of your car. Uh, unfortunately, there is a shelf life on them, and uh, we just came to the end of one of them. So, you know, in a way, like, yeah, we, we, we had a little, you know, funeral for it. They you never quite know when it's going to go kind of like the transmission on your car or some of these. Oh other things. no, <laughs> never seems like a good thing. But the win was, uh, we, we were able to, uh, get it up and running again really uh, quickly. And then on top of that, we've, we've implemented some new, you know, filtration systems that are hopefully making things a little bit better, make it a little bit cleaner process and stuff like that. So we, you know, we, we did some testing with that and it kind of worked for a bit and then it didn't. And then we kind of, but we're, we're getting to a better place. So I'm feeling good about starting to pay back some of that technical debt we were borrowing when I think we were just dumping uh, <laughs> all this stuff out outside, which, you know, they say is okay. But when you start to do it more and more, you know, it feels irresponsible at the volume we're starting to do it. So we're implementing better air scrubbing and all that stuff. So a positive outlook on that. Now, Chris. There we go. 
What? Give us a win, man. You got you got, you got a lot to so, be happy about. I, 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 I'm going to give you a couple. Um, one is I think we had a pretty good event. Um, and I know this isn't the win of the week, but it's the win that I'm in right now. Uh, I, I'm enjoying. I think we had a pretty good event. Um, we got a couple complaints. There are always a couple complaints, but there was nothing big. There was nothing um, outrageous. There was nothing that I think, uh, you know, put a, a major damper on anybody's day. Um, th that to me is is happy because I saw a lot of uh, happy faces out as I went through the event. And um, people ask me, hey, Chris, you know, what do you think? And my answer is, well, can you tell me what you think? Um, <laughs> because it, it's really about you know, the show that you guys are having. If you guys are having a good one, I'm, I'm having a good one. Um, now, this is a win of the week, and it's still Earth-related. Behind me here, yeah. there used to be like, a, a, there's a couple of boxes now that you might see, but there was a wall of boxes before Earth. <laughs> oh, man. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I've got one more box um, that is getting shipped out today um, for the folks at uh, Fetus Drop Effect. Uh, Max, I'm getting that package out today. Um, but then with that, all the earth is uh, packed up and, and sadly put away for next year. But it makes my wife happy and uh, happy wife, happy life. So sure. uh, that's a big less, mess, less stuff to run into in the middle of the night when I'm going back and forth. And, and this is, you know, my lab down here. You can't see it all with this camera shot, but this is the man cave. You know, I, awesome. I have I have to imagine for this type of thing where where your your business is centered around kind of like the one big event of the year, right? And then there's all this build up and throttle. I mean, and then don't get me wrong, I know you do a lot of stuff throughout the course of the year, but there's obviously like you know hardcore go time, and then there's the more like okay, we can kind of you know pace ourselves. And so to, to have that stress of kind of like having to throttle up and, and it's intensity. And then, and, and then, and you're kind of like, okay, cool. We're cleaning out. We're relaxing. It's Zen time again. How does that feel? Like, does it, is the intensity of that just, just super stressful? It seems like it would be. It, 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 it can be. And, you know, I'm sitting here thinking of, you know, you know, uh, analogs for that or an, uh, analogies. It, it's, it's a little bit like, you know, uh, uh, you know, a rubber band, you know, it's going, it's going. And as, as you're building up to the event, you know, you get maximum oh, tension going with yeah. it. And then the event happens and, you know, there's no more tension left. Hopefully you don't snap. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully it doesn't snap and, you, you know, get your fingers hurt. But um, it, it's, there are definitely some ebbs and flows, you know, early in the year. Um, you know, right, right now we're in our downtime. Uh, uh, the four of us haven't talked, talked um since earth um, yeah well give, give us some background so for those of you that are listening back that may not know i think most people know what earth is but chris give us the you know elevator pitch on what earth is and then you mentioned the four of you who are the other organizers yeah. as well because they all deserve credit also so i absolutely so um in a nutshell um let's see it was murph Earth, no Murph, Midwest Rep Rap 2017. Yeah. Um, the owner of Printed Solid at that time, uh, Matt Gordon, had asked me to go out and, and, and help him with this event. He's like, uh, I think you'll like it. I was kind of new into, into 3D printing at the time. And he's like, I think you'll like it. And I could use a hand if you don't mind. And I'm like, sure, I'll go out. It blew my mind. Um, all the people, all the printers, all the different things I'd never seen before. Uh, it was an eye-opening weekend, and I was like really grateful for the opportunity to have been asked to go, and then to have seen all the people. And you know, I met Joe Spanier that weekend, and and uh, you know, Joe and I go back and forth. Some of you might say, "Are you sure this is Chris? He doesn't have the handlebar mustache yet." You know, <laughs> Joe, Joe's. You know, I, I look up buddies. to Joe in that arena, um, uh -huh, and you know, uh -huh. made some you know hopeful lifelong friends from that um, that I can see to this day. So on the ride back, um, Matt said, you know, this is such a cool thing, but man, we have to drive so far to do this. Right. Can't we make this happen on the East Coast somehow? Yeah. And, and from wow. there, Matt put together a call with some people and um, some people came together and he said, okay, well, let's do another call. And we did another call. And from that, um, 
a core group of us broke out at that time. Um, uh, uh, Lauren Angers from Abuzz Designs, uh, Nick Angers, uh, Van Fola Puppies, uh, Vicky Soma, uh, Teagal Designs, um, Ron Zawara at the time also um, was in with the group and then myself. Um, and we started figuring things out and understanding what this was gonna take. Um, made some decisions as we move forward as far as how things were going to be and it shook out to be uh, at that point or at a certain point myself uh, lauren nick and vicky um, and then we moved forward and we threw the the 2018 event um which yeah. was fun yeah um, i was there and andrew was yep, there. i mean the 2018 you, you yeah there. That was the best one. <laughs> that, that was a special day. You know, the, the, these, this laugh I never heard before, uh, you know, filling the arena is this guy is trying to, you know, whip booming, people around it? on the yeah. floor playing tug of war. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm, I'm glad we got insurance. Um, <laughs> well, listen, oh, re really quick. Let me pause you there for a second. For our business buddies that are listening back that might not be part of the 3D printing community, RepRap Festival is uh, a festival specifically for uh, people that are into 3D printing, hobbyists, pr pr semi-pro and stuff. It's just everything short of probably like the hardcore industrial additive manufacturing stuff. So it's a lot of really cool you know show and tell of like new you know projects and printers and at you know 3d printing projects people are, are are doing really fun uh festival something maybe akin to like a maker fair but certainly much more specific to 3d printing and it's just been mm -hmm. you know all of these festivals have been kind of growing and uh, you know we had covid unfortunately all this stuff so that kind of put a damper on some of these things but it, it, i'd say for the most part the trend feels very upward the energy feels very you know more interest every every year and year and so hopefully we come out of these you know the darker times and back into the you know the growth times again <laughs> as well and, but, but and what i found really cool about like murph you know in particular is you saw all these people doing these things you know, like they're, they're crazy ideas that they dreamt of at night when they went to sleep and and then they would figure out these these <laughs> motion right. systems or these mm -hmm. things that made the printers go better faster um you know you know things like core xy i first saw at murph right and and then you know it blew up from mm -hmm. there and now you've got vorons which you know it, it it came from stuff like that these ideas that people have um at you know at the smaller scale that they can put into play and you know the best ideas and mm -hmm. time more comes of them and that's really cool to see yeah absolutely uh really quick i gotta say shout out it looks like uh, vicky's in the chat one of the other organizers hi vicky welcome today uh good to see you hey vicky yeah um we are very appreciative that there are people out there like you that take up the mantle for organizing these mm -hmm. things because being an event organizer i will tell you this right now is is not my cup of tea it's a lot of a lot of work a lot of stress you mentioned earlier you know you're happy it's gets a win because there weren't that many complaints like you're the one that has to field all the stuff that nobody else wants to have to deal with that you're you're going between the facilities people who have all their rules about what can and can't be done and in a lot of ways it's got to feel like herding cats because you can't control what Five thousand ten. What was the attendance? First of all, I, I I didn't even know what the this year's attendance ended up being. We we were right about sixteen hundred people. Sixteen hundred. So people. awesome. We, we we were at a badge number of about fifteen sixty or so, but we know that um, early Saturday morning, as there was a big line of people coming through, there was a number of people that um. They, they didn't grab a badge. We goofed. We didn't give them a badge. Uh, okay. Um, so there were some badgeless. They got lanyards and other things. But so about 1,600 people. It was just about um, just over 60 um, companies that, that served as um, you know sponsors to the event and helped us be able to put on the show. And we're thankful for everybody for helping in that manner. Um, and then it was supposed to be 49 exhibitor tables that we had filled up. Okay. Um, but unfortunately, some of those folks, you know, different things happened. They weren't able to show up. We think the number probably panned out around, you know, 40 or so based okay. on at least how the tables looked at the end of the day on Sunday. 
Okay, so as far as the mechanics of these things, so my 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 point though being that you've got sixteen hundred different, you know, thousands of people with different ideas and mm-hmm. intentions about what they can and can't do in order to appropriate, and that don't read the rules and all that stuff. Guilty, you know, <laughs> you're like in terms of stuff. <laughs> but uh, sp- you know, the, you you've you've got uh, a couple different tiers. So help help us understand like kind of the the people that are going to these things. So, so obviously you've got uh, your exhibitors. You mentioned you've obviously got just attend and then there's sponsor sponsor level is that how you break it break them out that's i guess the the basic mix that we look at as far as uh, i guess the stratas of different folks that we're trying to um you know incorporate into the event and and make sure we're taking care of their needs mm-hmm. um it's kind of symbiotic as as i see it you know going around the circle they're just different seats at the table and, and everybody passes around uh-huh. um but for uh a show to be successful for, you know, sponsors such as yourself uh, uh, for, for 3D Gloop and Repcord, you guys obviously want to see, you know, consumers coming through the door. Sure. Um, and those are typically going to be your attendees. Um, mm-hmm. And then in, in our, in most shows, you have that, that two-sided thing and, and that's it. Um, you, you, you've got your companies and, and your attendees. Um, But with the community aspect, that's where I think, you know, our shows and, you know, Murph and us and and there's talk of other shows out there like us are are a little bit different because we we incorporate um, or we give that ability for the attendee to actually be a part of the show. Right. And Mm. for, you know, somebody that's got a cool idea in the back of their mind that, you know, other folks haven't seen. Um, it, 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 it's a, it's a cool opportunity. And like, um, you know, Josh, um, the, the recreator, Josh Taylor with, with his mm-hmm. pultrusion system, yeah. you know, I, I, I wish I would have had, you know, a good five minutes to, to give to him to actually see it at the event. Um, I don't think <laughs> I saw really anybody's booth a whole lot except yours, Andrew, cause that, that padding was awesome on my feet. Um, but <laughs> But I, I saw that Josh has gotten a lot of, you know, interest and play. And like yeah. I've seen, you know, Joel did a video, Tom did a video. So it's really neat to see those opportunities be born Absolutely. for those folks and have that audience. So that's that third layer. And and I said it's kind of like all the seats at the table and it's symbiotic. If you've got a good exhibitor group you know that plays really well with both of the other groups and right and and people like you know joe prosa you know gets a kick out of you know walking the floor and seeing the other things that people are doing out there and you know you know what's different what haven't i thought of and and we all kind of go through that in our own little geek out for sure um, i mm-hmm. think it's i mean it's so cool both of our companies got a i would say a start there and and, and it's so mm-hmm. neat to see you know, these are our people as makers a lot of the time where we're realizing like, hold on, you know, you're, you're getting this firsthand interaction with other people and it's starting to click like, hey, maybe I've got something here. It's like a star factory, yep. right? Where it's like just these yep. little nuggets are born. <laughs> and just having somebody like a Joe Prusa walk through and take interest in your product and stuff like that can be really motivating as somebody mm-hmm. that might be considering, you know, taking uh, taking that next step. Now, that said, we've always said that it's not for everyone. There's a lot of people that are just like, look, I just want to come. I want to show off my cool stuff. And I, I don't want it mm-hmm. to be commercial. There's very, very healthy, strong, open source community there. We, we love and respect them uh, as well. And I respect that decision also because there are a lot of people that are like, I don't want my hobby to become my jobby like we talk about because then it sucks a lot of the a lot of the life of it out of it and and I think that's a very personal decision and things that that people need to make yourself themselves but like you I like going back to these shows and just kind of seeing like I remember being there I remember what that felt like um mm-hmm. tell tell people if they want to exhibit at this what what does it cost them to do that Chris and we keep it pretty simple for, you know, for the exhibitors, it's the same as the admission to get into the show. It's $10. 10 bucks um, gets you in 10 the bucks and a table. And, and that, that gets you the table, gets you electric for the table. Um, again, we're trying to keep it simple. We're, we're thinking that unfortunately that might not be the right thing to do because we get a lot of people that, as you guys saw on Saturday, there are a lot of empty tables. People just, uh, something came up and they decided 
in some cases, not to let us know that they weren't coming. Mm -hmm. And then we find out we have empty tables. And, uh, you know, one of the complaints I did get was from some sponsors. They're like, oh, there was empty tables. Why didn't you tell us? And they're like, well, they're not really empty. They were spoken for. So maybe we need to figure out a different way to entice them to make sure that they do, you know, don't, don't know. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad you brought this up because Andrew and I have talked about pricing in the past and the psychological mm-hmm. impact associated with that. And I'm seeing a very similar thing here that when it, when something is, is so affordable, like cheap or free, mm-hmm. right? Like people don't value it in the same way. Right. And so they're like, well, it's a, it's disposable. Right. But they're not considering yep. the fact that what the way that that looks, they just think, well, I'm only out 10 bucks. They're not thinking about that commitment that they made right. to you and that the, the way that it impacts the rest of the show and the perception and potentially other people that may have wanted that space, you guys sold out. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, th- that table space, if you, you know, if you're not going to take it, there were a, tons of other people that would have loved to have that space. Right. Oh, they were like, you know, the week of the show, a couple of people, you know, reached out and they said, Hey, I'm not going to be able to make it. They dropped out. We knew about it and we were able to say, Hey, there's a table up right within an hour. That's amazing. Gone. Yeah. Yeah. Gone. Wow. So, <laughs> and that happened a couple of times. So if we know about it, we can let it go. And, you know, Pooch, I like to refer to, to what you're saying there is, you know, skin in the game. You gotta have uh, some skin in the game. I, I, I hate to say at 10 bucks, there might not be enough skin in the game to, to hold that, that, that level of value that, right. that you're speaking sure. to, you know, and again, we're trying to keep it simple, not trying to, you know, cause it feels weird to me to say, okay, I'm going to charge you 50 bucks to make sure that you show up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm charging you more than somebody who's just walking in the door and you're part of the show. So these are the weird things that you kind of have to go through that you just like, you talk about challenges of small business pooch. Yeah. This is a this is one of the challenges of of my small business that that Vicky, Nick, Lauren and I struggle mm-hmm. with and 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 if I told you that the four of us talked about how to make sure that we got these four, you know, these exhibitor tables. It's, it's the bane of my existence. Sure. How can we make sure that we fill them because you know, one of the 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 and the folks at the arena are fantastic but one of the guys he's got a little joke with me he's like well it would be a lot cheaper for you guys if we didn't run so much electric to all these tables because you know you don't fill up all the tables and i'm like this year we're filling them buddy they're all filled this year they're they're sold out we've been sold out and they keep and then you know Oh, they're not all. Here's the the challenge, because I I would love to see, and I know everybody in the chat would as well, like, we want this to be accessible, right? Like, when you're -hmm. you're getting your start, when you want to show off, a lot of these people, we don't have a lot of money and all this stuff. You're already incurring a lot of travel expense a lot of the time to get there and stuff like that. So I appreciate the fact that you guys are trying to make it accessible for people that just want to show off their cool stuff and all that, and that there's tears along the way. So as you get more serious about it, as I recall, correct me if I'm wrong, but there was like another tier where you got, uh, you know, if you were kind of a startup table or whatever, it was more, more affordable value yeah. and stuff like that. And then if you want to be in the periphery as a, like a sponsor, you get into the hundreds and thousands of dollars for the, the space, mm-hmm. which yes. is still a very good value as, as compared to some of these yep. massive shows that are out there. Um, but, but I, I, I can appreciate your challenge of accessibility and I'm sure you guys have had a ton of conversations. Maybe there's, maybe there's ways you can take, you know, a more serious deposit that's, you know, refundable or some no show fee that gets charged or some, something that might keep people from, uh, they'll keep them from think or it'll make them think twice about potentially bailing on Mm -hmm. you. Right. And so uh, there are solutions to that, that I think can allow for both to exist. And, and that's what we're figuring out. Um, we're going, we're no doubt going through a, a, a growth phase right now right. from sure. um, what happened in 22 to what happened in 23. There's going to be some growth that's occurring over the next couple of months. And we're going to have to figure out some things. And we've put off like having to pay for QuickBooks. Um, um, and 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 you laugh because you know as a small business owner that that's just one of the myriad of small things now we have to 
now we, we we've crossed into our territory where I have to pay for Mailchimp. So we're adding up these additional costs and it's great that we're able to get bigger, but we, we have to figure out really quickly how to fold this stuff into it and, and still be able to deliver the same quality that I, we all feel good about putting our names out there on. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's our challenge at hand right now. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, you know, like any businesses, you know, there's there are challenges. There are things we we've talked about technical debt. We we don't mm-hmm. cross bridges until we know we've actually got something. You guys are five years in now, and so you're like, okay, this is a thing. This is going to be around, and so mm-hmm. now we maybe need to, you know, go back and button up some of the you know things that that haven't been done. But but you know, that's it's all good things. I I hope from a from a revenue standpoint, I hope that you feel like it was sustainable and healthy for you guys, gives you guys a little bit of you know money in the coffers to grow, to uh, – I know in the past you guys have used some of those funds to bring in speakers. And there are – there is another class I guess we didn't talk about when you, when you start to uh, try to attract you know, top-tier keynote speakers and stuff like that. Um, and we can talk about that. Uh, as well, in terms of you guys had a uh, for those who aren't weren't there or aren't familiar, there is like a speaker stage, and if you were a sponsor, mm-hmm. you were given a, t- a potential opportunity if you wanted to use it and stuff like that. And how do you feel? How, how do you feel like those? those types of things uh, fit into these types of events. Like I think some people co- go for completely different reasons. Some people want to hear those things. Some people just want to walk the floor. How does that all mesh together for you? <sighs> You know, I, I, I think like anything else, um, there's never one shoe that's going to make everybody happy. Yeah. And I think having the, the diversity in, in what we offer as far as uh, an entertainment experience, because at the end of the day, if you want to boil it all down to it, that, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Are, are there enough things there that are going to entertain you? Um, uh, as an attendee that you're going to want to stay there the whole day Saturday. And, Hey, I want to come back again on Sunday and yeah. I want to come back, you know, the, the, the following year yeah. Um, yeah. to see what else happens. And that's, you, you can't just have a bunch of booths. Right. Um, and, and, mm-hmm. and, and I can't say that, you know, the idea of speakers is something that was, you know, our idea that we, we very obviously took the model of Murph where there were, you know, there were some company sponsors, there were some exhibitors and there was some talking mm-hmm. said, okay, sure. that's great. What else can we do with that? Um, and then that's where my, you know, the idea for the Pinewood, uh, the 3d printed pinewood derby came from Ah. like that's something that we can work into this is another piece of you know entertainment it's another access to participate and i'm thinking it's a big could be a big draw maybe it'll get there um i think this year it's getting some more attention but it's about putting those things and then this year um uh sam uh, Prentice reached out and he said, Hey, I've got these things called death racers. And I said, I think they're really <laughs> cool, but I wish you had a different name for them because I don't <laughs> exactly know how to go to the college and say, I want to have a yeah, death racers event. Very um, at the college for those of you who don't know the, the Aberdeen proving grounds. Uh, yeah. But the, you bring up, you bring up a good point. It's, it's, you're, you're kind of putting on a variety show of sorts, right? Like, and you kind of want to have enough things to attract all the different, people mm-hmm. and i i love it i love the the derby was a fantastic idea i got to participate in the death racers i thought that was a just a really fun thing you know me i'm all about spectacle right so it's like mm-hmm. let's get together let's have some fun uh you know we've done spool racing at, at, at murph in the past and all sorts of other <laughs> stuff that something's sanctioned and not um but when you start to combine all of those things and and put it all together uh uh you get just a whole different kind of event and feel and more of a something for everybody uh, type of experience, which I think is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, and to me, it kind of comes back to the name. And again, it's not the name that we came up with, but we adopted it, but it's a festival. It's a festival. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a festival should be, it it should have fun aspects that, that, that absolutely. and, And, you know, for, you know, this year, uh, you know, and I told Sam this as much, but I think that the death racers were a really special treat. It's not something that we planned for. It it, it kind of happened at you know, like the tenth hour. Yeah. Um. And and boom, boom, boom. I I 
walked out back at one point Saturday and I'm like, oh my God, it's, it, 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 it was like ancient Rome back there in the Coliseum. People were sitting all around that thing. <laughs> Sam is screaming like, you know, Are the you gladiator. Yes, yes. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, this is crazy. It never, I never saw that happening. And, and, you know, I never, I, I, and, and that's why I just think this again, it, this community is neat. There are some really mm-hmm. interesting aspects of participation that you get with what's at the core of our event, which is 3D printing. Yeah. And, sure. and what's interesting about it, too, is if you ask people what they remember a lot of the times, it it, it, is, the, it is those things like <laughs> – death derf racers or however you guys would it. but you know you know what i mean like and, and, and that's not it for everybody but it's like that that does have the value like it, that, that can be a very uh you know sticking uh feeling for people in terms of their memory of what the experience was about same thing with mm-hmm. the, the pinewood derby uh stuff that you guys had, had done and I, I i would love to see more of it right uh and absolutely and uh you know it's all it's always such a fun thing it's 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 almost torture as a vendor that's tethered to a booth a lot of the time uh that you don't get to participate as much in a lot of the yeah stuff well, we're, uh, i think we might help you with the derby next year pooch I, you know I, I think that might be a requirement for sponsors to to present the car oh okay i want to have some sponsor races and yeah. uh i i think that might be a requirement that's year. a that's a good idea i would absolutely participate in that there's a there's very good nascar okay. branding opportunities too you know to put put the stickers <laughs> put, on put there. your plastic where your mouth is folks uh, all, right, all right well i know i know it and i know at murph we were uh we were like pit crew for all of the death racers <laughs> yeah you, yeah you know? everybody was glooping them back together again that's right yep. were. <laughs> i'm pretty sure sure joel's ended up to be like 80 percent gloop at the end of it <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was the, it should have been the gloop razor um andrew let's pivot for a second and talk about it from like the business side of things let's kind of get a little bit sure. more nuts and bolts and stuff in terms of like the value as a as a small business of attending sure. not just attending but uh, uh exhibiting or having a booth mm-hmm. at these types of things well, you know, we all we you know, we you've probably heard me say I'm I'm very partial to Earth because that's where that's where Gloop got its start. Um, you know, 2018, uh, you know, got this wild hair idea that we were going to load up my car, drive across the country uh, and, you know, set up an exhibitors table, uh, you know, at at the inaugural <clears throat> Earth event. And, you know, at this point, like we no one knew who we were. We had launched a Kickstarter like you know, I don't know, two, three weeks ago, you know, mm-hmm. and we we're just showing up and just seeing what, what this thing was about. And you instantly, you know, fell in love with the event, um, you know, in just the, the community as a whole. And I think that that kind of carried forward into kind of our company culture as we've, as we've grown, where, you know, I see these events, not really as a, as a business event, but just as a networking opportunity, just to sure. be with the community, see what people are doing, see what people are making. How could we, you know, help enable that creativity even further? Um, you know, yes, you know, we're in business to, you know, make money. So we do, you know, there is a business component to it. Like, you know, we have to make for sure we can fund, you know, our trip out there. It's very expensive, but uh, you know, I, I look at it as again, just an opportunity to say, Hey, like, I could give back to the community by helping put on this amazing event in the future by, you know, the community supporting us and, and, you know, continuing our growth, uh, you know, as well. So, um, there's so many different avenues and aspects to it. It's hard just to say one thing, uh, you know, like how it, how it works with, you know, with a business or a small business and, you know, in general, your, your point is well taken because I think there's definitely types of shows out there where companies will, they're looking at a complete return on investment type thing. They're like, mm-hmm. we're going to go and we're going to sell product. And if we don't yep. sell at least X, it's not worth yeah. the fee to show up. And I'm with you. It, it, it totally depends on what your company is, what your product is, what the community Absolutely. is. But for something like this, uh, I, I, I can't speak for all the sponsors, but I, I, I think that it, it's pretty safe to say that, you look at this as more of a branding, a community engagement, a networking piece, and all of that stuff. We didn't even have stuff for sale uh, this year, and and frankly, that makes 
it, it, it changes the whole tone of the show too. So you, I know mm-hmm. you guys were, we're kind of on other sides. I wouldn't say other sides of the coin, sure. but you actually had product to sell in your booth. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. more like, look, if you, if you're interested, we have a show special, you can get a discount, you can order on the website, but I'm not going to deal with having to, you know, ring up transactions and all that stuff. One, because that was, it was sure. only me there. And two, because I feel like that kind of diminishes my ability to engage the customer the way that I want to engage at these types of show right now sure. now when you have more than one person like I think you can do both I'm not saying one way is right or wrong mm-hmm. but um, yeah that's that's the way I value it Chris from your side of things what what does that what does that look like from your side of the fence <sighs> stumper so well yeah because <laughs> you know again it's kind of a a, a different question for me, you know, for me, it's about, you know, I, I see this first and foremost is, you know, there, there's opportunities here to do some serious business if you want to. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I know some folks have, have done tremendous numbers of sales um, between the 19 event um, I know that there are some tremendous sales numbers done, and I think there's some good sales numbers from what I heard at this year's event. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But there's much more to, to just selling, I think. And I think this community appreciates engagement. I think this community appreciates, you know, getting to spend time with and get feedback from and share ideas with people that they might not normally, you know, see, or they normally just engage with through social media, Twitter, you know, Facebook, mm-hmm. et cetera. And, and I think there's much more to be said for the value of those opportunities over just a quick sale. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, by pooch, by, by you not shipping out, you know, and, and you, you know, two ways to look at your products. A lot of people like to look at your product all put together. And if it's out there all put together, you're, you're paying to ship a lot of air yes. um, at, mm-hmm. at great expense. And then you got to ship it back or, you know, sell it or ship it back. Sure. And that drives up your expense, you know, to, to do these things. So I think it's smart, you know, depending on where you are as a business to understand what your size and scale is and to meet it meet the event adequately and and that might be we're doing a great show special go online maybe just put up an ipad so that people can do their order a little bit easier and boom be done sure um give them what they want good products savings um and they get you know to experience you know the the greatness of pooch at the same time (laughs) you know while he's not doing this the whole time so exactly that's what i don't like doing i don't want to be in my phone i don't want to be on the Mm -hmm. ipad and all this stuff right Uh, but but mm -hmm. yes you're absolutely right so my question for you then becomes when you're putting together your packet to a train and this I think you're lucky in that this isn't exactly a problem you had because I think there were more sponsors that that wanted to be part of it than you had space for this year. Is that am I right in that or were you yeah, right in that um, mix? Yeah, we were, uh, you know, up 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 until the, the very end, saying I'm I'm sorry, I I've, I've just got no more room. Right, but uh, wow, when you're when you're putting together your your packet, obviously, because there is stuff that you provide to the the potential sponsors and just just gives that stats, what the attendance is, what their expectation might might be, just to kind of set the tone. Um, do you do you feel like you guys are try, having to sell yourselves somewhat in terms of of uh, you know attracting the 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 caliber of sponsor that you want so that you can fund to the level that you want? Um. You know, for a while, I felt that, no, I don't think we have to sell so hard anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. Bluntly put, you know, how we approached it from the beginning was, you know, we think this is a great event. Um, You know, and we talked to folks primarily, you know, at Murph, talked to John and Sonny. They said, great. You know, they gave us their blessing, didn't want to do anything, you know, shady, quote unquote, underhanded or anything like that behind their backs, wanted to be completely open. And we just had conversations with the people out there. And it was, you know, me cornering Sanjay for a couple of minutes, me cornering um, Joe for a couple of minutes, um, um, talking, you know, with Tony and, 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 and just, you know, having an opportunity. And, you know, we put together a packet and they said, you know, hey, this is very different. We're not used to seeing this. And I said, 
well, this this is this is where you know I come from. This is, yeah. and I'm not saying anybody's doing anything right, right or wrong, but this mm-hmm. is just how we're gonna do it. Yeah. And I think now that we've had three events, um, you know, 18 was, you know, it was an event. It it wasn't great, but it 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 was an event. It was half empty. You know, we we had you know maybe 30 booths that were full. Um, half the floor in the middle was empty. Um, it, you know, just as a pure event, it, it was an okay event. It was like a, a C um, grade. Well, it was, um, a, it was the first event, right? So right. Yeah, that's always yeah, the challenge, I'm sure. I, and maybe I'm being harder on me myself or us than, than I should. 19, it felt like an event. It's like, okay, this is a real event. We actually have something going and And I felt some validation as to what we were doing. And Mm -hmm. this year, what I'm, what I'm, what I heard from people was, is, okay, you've, and you know, some people didn't see us in 18, but people that were with us in 19 and in 22 are saying, okay, we know it's not a mistake. (laughs) You did it in 19 and, and you did it again this year. And not only did you do what you did in 19 again, you managed to grow it up a little bit bigger you dealt with some of the obstacles of the times that that we're all dealing with right now and i somehow have less complaints than i had when we were here three years ago so you know i'm really i'm really glad you said that and brought that up because i think that this is a a really really critical function of any enterprise whether it's a business or starting a podcast but a lot of the battle when you're getting started is just proving to people that you're going to be around mm-hmm. like in another couple oh, of yes. years. Right. <laughs> and so you gotta, yeah, yeah. you gotta, a lot of it's just putting that work in to show people that you're serious. And, um, mm-hmm. I, 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 maybe that sounds obvious to you guys, but, uh, I, I think that one of your first growth curves you start to see is when, um, I, 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 we can point this podcast with it. There are a lot of people who are like, mm-hmm. I was just waiting around to see if you were going to do more than five or 10 episodes. Like, okay, no, this, <laughs> exactly. thing, this thing has some, and then <laughs> that's when you start to see people like really take, okay, this is a thing. And, and you start to see that organic growth, whether it's with your event, your business, your podcast, mm-hmm. your YouTube channel, whatever it might be. So, you know, when we, when we say, you know, you got to put in the work, a lot of it is is you're both proving to yourself and to other people that you are serious about what you are mm-hmm. doing, right? And yep. so yep. that's a really tough sell when you're first trying to start up an event because you've got uh, – we talk about this all the time. You, you, you have the least amount of money when you're first getting started. It's, everything's the most expensive, right? And and you can start to negotiate better deals you know, as you get older, more mature, and when you – you know, the money isn't as big of a pinch for you. So it feels backwards mm-hmm. in the way, but, but in a way that's the paying your dues that, that that's what makes this whole thing hard. And that's what separates, you know, the, the people that the talk from the people that are doing it. So mm-hmm. congratulations to you is what I'm saying in terms of like, you know, proving to not just everybody <laughs> else, but yourselves that like, this is here to stay. And, and it allows you to kind of look at it as a business yourself in a completely different way, right? Because you're no longer questioning, like, oh, is this even going to be around next year? It's like, okay, how much can we invest in growing? Or what do we need to do better? Or, you know, you're, you're, you're the whole frame framework of it just kind of changes, you know? Yeah. So I'm sure the, the way you're going to think of this next year is going to be completely different from the last. And and that allows you to leverage all the that effort that you've invested so far to, to really improve and make it even more and more special. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's interesting, you know, for anybody that was there, they saw we're, we're, we're space challenged. We've talked about that a couple of times. So, um, <laughs> you know, there's been no final decision uh, made again. We haven't even talked as a group, um, but there's a strong possibility that that might have been our last event in Hartford County, Maryland. Uh, it, it, because I don't know anywhere else in Hartford County that's that big a venue. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we've been approached by some other folks. And and because of some of the folks that have approached us, you know, I'm going to approach some other folks. Um, there are some bigger colleges uh, and institutions um, in the area. Really big um, one. <laughs> to, to the north um, and to the south. Sure, sure. Uh, of where we are that still provide, you know, great access um uh you know to get here from across the country um 
and at the same time, you know, with some of the schools, it, it could present a, a completely different field uh, opportunity. I, I mean, because I'm it, one of the schools that approaches is University of Maryland. Yeah, um, go Terps. Oh, so again, nothing's been said, you know, we're very early on in talking, but I want to look and see what these different places can bring and offer up. And, you know, this year kind of took a beating um, because of COVID over the past couple of years. But in 19, we actually had a really nice, you know, education row. And I think, you know, education row, I think that's important as far as the community aspect of this because we got to grow our folks that that are going to grow through this industry and i see at least in my mind there's a growth from you know rep rap level and that's where you get addicted as a young person into this what you can Mm -hmm. do with additive manufacturing but then when you grow up you might go into additive manufacturing and you're doing it with cool sls machines you know throwing down you know metals and alloys um Mm -hmm. Joel, Joel likes to say that, uh, you know, when we go to these uh, industrial events, it's like, you know, my job is to train your future employees, right? Like this is where a lot of the passion is first born for people that are serious mm-hmm. about getting into, you know, additive manufacturing and CAD and all the things that are, because there's a ton oh, yeah. of little support um, business segments that, that, that are obviously very directly interwoven. Light, Lightburn was there. They're focused yep. predominantly on laser mm-hmm. cutting, but obviously they know that there's a lot of overlap in that Venn diagram and the maker community of people that are interested in using you know, similar motion systems, smart fabrication tools, yep. all of that stuff. And like um, Opulo, they, they were in there. I'm not sure if you got to catch I them. Yeah. You know, I mean, that that's Great. a really cool example of a rep wrap machine mm-hmm. that, that doesn't do 3D printing. It's doing pick and place stuff. Yeah. And, and I'm glad um, you said that. RepRap is not necessarily just, I mean, it was born of 3D printing, right? Printing parts to make mm-hmm. more printers. But since then, yep. we've kind of included more you know uh, uh to that and, and there's kind of like a like a whole digifab digital fabrication aspect sure that it, 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 to your point with the venn diagrams it's likely that if you're touching 3d printing that there's a so and so percent chance that you're also touching one of one of these three other things whether it's uh you know what cnc laser or you know mm-hmm. come up with something else but you're probably doing a, a combination of, of these things somewhere sure um i wanted to take a question in from the chat if we could for you chris uh and sure Vic, just to, to preface vicky did uh, comment on it vicky we did see that you did that but i wanted to get chris on the record so we could get it actually on the pod here as well Uh-oh. for those who aren't uh who oh boy are listening back. <laughs> uh marcus uh from ethan's dad 3d uh is asking uh did you consider that uh the event was at the same time as new york comic-con and how that might have affected attendance this year obviously you got to think uh- about what else is going on in your neighborhood yeah um we have and we knew that we were up against um new york comic-con um in 19 as well Mm -hmm. um and we're also up against canadian thanksgiving which unfortunately this year proved to be too much for our friends at mosaic to be able to overcome Uh, okay um dies dies they 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 sucked it up and I, i i told them we really appreciated it but um, it's also Canadian Thanksgiving. And then I will also point out uh, Vicky's other note. It wasn't a problem with, um, not that it's a problem, but the, the alignment of dates wasn't uh, an issue um, when we first came into Columbus weekend or Columbus Day weekend, because that's why mm-hmm. we did it for the extra day. We figured it might be easier for, for folks for travel, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but and at first that didn't coincide with my wife's birthday, but as you go through the calendar, it starts to. Um, so actually, last year the her birthday was on the Saturday um, when the the contest drawings were done. This year her birthday was on the Sunday, so we need to move it off of this uh, that that week as well. So we don't know when the week is yet, mm-hmm. but for all of those reasons, we're gonna the date is going to change. Um, don't know exactly when yet. And we also have to work with schedules with wherever we end up. So, (laughs) okay. Well, the best part, 
it pays to be the event planner because ultimately you get to pick, right? <laughs> so, or at least your committee gets to pick. So, so that that's something. But but my follow-on question would be, you know, what what value as a as an event business do you feel like having maybe the same time of year or the same date even sometimes like some places do like is is that important or is it more about just you know being in the same space and giving people enough notice so my 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 professional life um i i work for at&t during the day um i i'm i'm on a personal day today um my background with at&t uh has been a lot on the retail side over the years um, I, I'm a retailer at heart. I'm a sales guy at heart at the end of the day. Okay. Um, and to me, what the, the timing of, so the timing of Earth. So when we picked the timing of Earth, Murph was the, the end of March, the beginning of April, yeah. more so mm-hmm. the end of March. So that's the third month of the year. So as far as I can be from the third month of the year is that that ninth month of the year. So six months apart. Okay, that's roughly where we wanted to be six months away from mm-hmm. them. So that was the rough time zone. And then from there, we, we, we picked, you know, Columbus Day weekend, because that's where it was. Now, Chris, what does a, your being a retailer have to do with anything? You know, I see this as an important opportunity for for sponsors to have a platform pre-holiday. Um, mm-hmm. Last yeah. year, uh, or well, in nineteen, um, you know, Joe took advantage of it with with the announcement of the mini. Right. Um, and and having the event at this point of the year, I know October might still be a little too early for people to say, "Hey, here's the holiday stuff that's coming." But some folks might say, "No, that's the right time because we need to start getting the word out." Right. So, I, I like being that time of year. And I'm hoping that in the future, and we're probably going to shift, if I had to guess, we might shift a little bit back, probably not forward in the calendar. Okay. So we'll probably get closer to that being, you know, closer to holiday. Mm-hmm. And I like being that time of the year for that reason. Sure. Um, and, you know, the primary reason was I wanted, we wanted to have respect to our friends at Murph and put ours as far away as possible. Yeah. And that also helps it make it um, easier for sponsors because, right, you know, e- E3D doesn't mm-hmm. want to come out to, 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 to one state in, in, in March and then have to come all the way back two months later. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a lot easier when you don't have a booth to bring with you. So, you know, they, 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 they just they travel light these days. <laughs> They might have figured that out. I see. I see. Adam <laughs> is on board with me at, at, at uh, Power Belt 3D. Beginning yeah. of Q4 is perfect. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I appreciate it too. As a business, you're you're absolutely right that this yeah. is a great time to introduce new stuff ahead of Black Friday and all the you know prime yep. prime selling season and stuff. So that's very uh, thoughtful of you guys. I hadn't hadn't considered that. Um, I, I was more thinking about that gap between you know timing of Murph and all that stuff. So that's good. Obviously, as a you know, your company, you have to think about like, okay, we we want to. It's like a movie premiere, right? It's like you want to try to get that that Friday by yourself, <laughs> where you're not competing against some other big you know movie. Right. So you got that. The other thing I think you you guys are, are are were thinking out really well is is the accessibility of the event, right? Mm-hmm. So Murph, uh, let's be honest, I love Murph. It's a great. It's like it's like the mecca of 3D printing because you really have to make a pilgrimage. It's a flight and a drive. It's not yeah. accessible to a major airport or major metro really. It's it's in Goshen, Indiana, which is in the middle of nowhere. Uh and you on the other hand are uh, much more accessible to especially our friends in Europe where they're just flying over to the East Coast. Uh, and if you're mm-hmm. looking at uh, you know locations that are even closer to BWI and all that stuff, like that's hey, I'm I'm all for it, you know. But uh, for the most part, it's it's a much easier event for all to probably get to. So whatever you can do to you know cut down on those excuses for people not to come, right? Keep the cost affordable. Keep the yep. you know the location reasonable. All all things that obviously you guys have to consider, huh? I I subscribe to um it's an old business principle the kiss method keep it simple stupid that yeah. it, mm-hmm. the easier I we can make it for everybody to participate the less excuses for people not to be able to participate and and we want folks 
obviously to be here and, and have the fun. Yeah. Um, I got a comment from Mike, never let the machine win in here. He said he sure appreciated the fact that you guys were live streaming this year, at least uh, a lot of the uh, presentations since uh, he couldn't attend. It was helping, you know, keep his some of his FOMO uh, in check. Um, <laughs> I thought that was a cool, you know, value add too, but uh, there were a couple of people that just didn't even realize like, like that was a thing. So obviously whatever we can do to help promote and push people to that, it was put up on your uh, East Coast Rep Rap festival youtube channel yep uh and, and and you can go back and watch it now there's still it's a lot of it's evergreen stuff there was some really cool presentations uh mm -hmm. from a lot of different people on there guys so go check it out if you haven't seen that and hey hey mike um put a put a comment in the chat did did, did we hash that out yet if not i think i might have to do that this weekend um <laughs> hash, did, hash, did, out. hash the video um put oh. put in time time demarcations oh i see i see ah um so yeah that that was um a a great value add and and i have to again um adam phantom um I, i'm just going to go ahead and say I, i'm a big fan of everybody over there at at the, the apgfcu arena sheila stacy jeff the whole staff um we can't be thankful enough for everything that that you guys have done for us and have and have afforded us as a startup business again it, it's it's not cut and dry it's it's sheila's making it really really hard on us on making a decision um she's mm -hmm. presented some some growth opportunities that are there um but adam i just i I, I hear you, buddy. Um, I, we, we love the location, and uh, it, it's not a done deal, but I, I hate to say it at the same time. Um, yeah, don't want to limit your growth. Yeah, yeah we want to be want to get more people to these things, right? You know? We had yeah. at the end of the show, I had at least you know 10, 12 sponsors minimum say, look, you know, I'm in a 10 foot booth this year, and I need at least a 10 by 30 next year. I mean, I mean, I'm gonna double my booth next year, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good, good luck. You get nobody's only... harassed him like Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> you have to you have to put together your booth somewhere else first. <laughs> i see here's right, here's the thing yeah. i was i was saying i want to do is i i'm fine with the 10 by 10 but the the footprint is going to be 10 by 10 i'm gonna have a little spiral staircase up to the skyloft which is going to cantilever <laughs> over the entire floor and i'm gonna mr yeah. burns block out the sun on everybody but i got my 10 by 10 so nobody said i couldn't do it right and okay. you know i you know i would try to get you on a technicality like that and you'd be standing there shaking your fist at I, me the whole time i guess we're gonna have to update the uh, agreement one more time uh, i shouldn't have given it away <laughs> don't show your card so early i Peach. know i know how rad would that be though you know it's just the sky loft and we're gonna need like a hundred thousand pounds of cantilever weight there, yeah no we could engineer it we have the technology well, Pooch, I'll say this: there, there is a location that I've I've looked at, and yeah. and they kind of do have a skyloft. Is it, oh. is it actually spreading out over their footprint though? Because like no, I feel no, like that would but, be an amazing. Oh. But but it is a perch high above everything else yeah. that that would look down upon every. It would very much well, be that's, like that's very much my style. Mount Olympus. I, yes. I like to be up mm -hmm. there so I can address the people. He's got to have his throne. There's gonna yes. be a velvet <laughs> rope, okay, and then the yep. security will be down there. It's VIP only uh, up there. Um, yeah. And, 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 I mean, and why do you think we had carpet yeah. for our booths? Like you know, I'm sitting here you know he's oh, best he's investment ever and... <laughs> oh it was so i i had never felt so good after a, a week a, a week a weekend of standing on my feet the entire time between the carpet that andrew had installed that we got in on because we're adjacent and i said yeah yeah i'll pay for you know a little bit more of that carpet to come on my way and uh and the the 3d printed shoes that i've been showing off that uh carbon 3d and adidas uh combined on like they oh my god they should mar market a pair of trade show shoes you know, because they are, I'm not kidding, like the most comfortable, they're just so cushy. And, and I like, I mean, you know, Chris, like just being on your feet all weekend is dr just so draining. I can I, be. I did 36 miles that weekend and my Ooh. feet are still killing me. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, listen, it's been fantastic having you. I, I really appreciate you, uh, you know, sharing kind of some of the experience. Uh, it's not every day that we get to kind of hear the other side of the story and and kind of think about, we're not, you know, 
we know nothing of event planning, but my God, is that very much a, a massive business opportunity and stuff like that. And there's nothing but growth opportunity before you guys. You have a fantastic team. I love all of you, Vicky, Nick, Lauren. Uh, I was I was lucky enough to get to have breakfast with uh, three three of the four uh, after and get kind of the debrief and stuff like that. And so you know, as a as a friend, as a sponsor, you know, as a fan of what you guys are doing, uh, I am very thankful to to help be part of it and to sing your praises and help promote because I think it's just such a phenomenal event. And I want to see more companies potentially, if, if that's your thing, be born of stuff like this because it just, Oh, it's such a good feeling. Andrew, mm-hmm. what do you think? I mean, you, like I said, you started there slice started there at the same time. I mean, there mm-hmm. was like a lot of our, uh, uh, compatriots, like kind of really, yeah, you know, and you, you guys, you guys should lean in that from your marketing standpoint too, if you want to, it's like, like, look at, look at what amazing companies have started to come from events like this. I mean, that's pretty cool. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, like I, like I said earlier, you know, I'm, 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 you know, very partial to, uh, to earth because it's, it's, it's where we got our start. Um, you know, we like we probably wouldn't be where we are today had it not been for that. And, you know, every year that you guys put on an event, you know, I felt compelled to try. And, you know, first year we were an exhibitor. The second year that you guys put on the event, we hit that gold level sponsor. This past year we hit platinum. Like the only thing preventing me from going further was just you guys ran out of things that we could sponsor, (laughs) you know? Um, But like, I'm really looking forward to the, you know, the, the, the future of this event, because, you know, it's, I want to see other people have that same opportunity that we had. Uh, And I think that you guys have this really unique amalgam of, you know, the community involvement uh, from the attendees to the exhibitors, uh, you know, to kind of the the makers um, like Midnight Giant, uh, you know, that are kind of showing off like how they go about doing this. Maybe he's not necessarily doing it for business, but he's doing it for pleasure. And then all the way up to the sponsor levels. Um, So, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to, to 23. <laughs> you you awesome. know, we, we should probably talk a little bit more about this offline, uh, Andrew, but even if you didn't want to do it, I'll go on record right now because there, there was, uh, just share an experience. Um, something that wasn't, uh, advertised when, when you guys were first getting to start, but when I was having some conversations with Nick, I know that, uh, Nick was working with me as like a starting business to make it more accessible mm-hmm. and was able to basically negotiate with me like kind of a discounted rate so that we could have a bigger presence at this type of thing. And I would love to be able to pay that forward as a sponsor. And I imagine there's other sponsors as well. Mm-hmm. So if you guys are interested, I'll just say right now, like in putting together a scholarship, like some kind of uh, maker business scholarship or any anything like that where we can help um, maybe defray some of that cost for people that are serious about getting a startup, you know, and, and I, I would just love Absolutely. to see more people be doing that because I think this is where, you know, you're going to get a lot of that drive to, to keep going. I really can't encourage you guys enough to go to these types of events for nothing else to just get your soul right mm-hmm. and connect with people. And, and, and this is, these are the things where I re-energize. Like this is a recharge mm-hmm. event for, for me as a business. <laughs> and I would love to see more people be able to do that. So uh, mm-hmm. we can talk on that off- offline. Uh, you probably, you may know. already have stuff like that in the works and I don't want to gum up anything that you guys are already <laughs> doing. Nope. Um, but, but it's, it's a great idea. Um, and, you know, first off, I want to say um, real quick, because I know we're starting to get to a, a little bit of a wrap up here. I can sense it. You know, Nick, Lauren, and Vicky, three of the best people to go into battle with. Um, not that mm-hmm. Earth is a battle, um, but I, I, I'm just really blessed and lucky that, you know, shook out that it's the four of us to work together. Um, and then, you know, thank you to all the sponsors, to all the community, to all the exhibitors. Um, we're very pleased that that our event pleases you. Um, at the end of the day, that that that's again what we're really here for is to to put something together meaningful for all of you. Um, I, how I attend the shows again, it's very different. I I I didn't get into the booth this year as much as I did in nineteen, but it's just walking and, and, and looking at faces. And as long as I saw smiles, I was smiling. <laughs> and um, that's what I saw a lot of. So 
Um, we're going to try to figure out how we're going to, you know, keep that atmosphere, keep that feeling, um, bring more, include more. Um, if everybody out there can, you know, continue to help, you know, spread the word, follow us on social media at East Rep Rap Fest. Um, uh, primarily, that's our, our number one place to get information about us. Uh, yeah, we have a Facebook page, but I'll be honest, we haven't been very good at that. Um, so follow <laughs> us on Twitter at East Rep Rap Fest. Um, engage us, reach out, talk to us, and um, really looking forward to what we can do for next year. Fantastic. Well, it's all smiles from our end. I'll tell you that. So hopefully yeah. we keep you energized the way you need to be too. Thank you for all your hard work and what you guys have done. And we're looking forward to just an even bigger and better 2023 earth. So, mm -hmm. uh, guys, it's been a, it's been real. It's been an awesome, we did another solid 60. We're a little bit over time, yeah. uh, but, um, like I said, we could go on probably forever. Uh, get out there. Uh, if you're, if you're serious about this kind of thing, there are ways to go about it. Um, I, I will say too, I don't want to steal the spotlight with the the whole maker uh, scholarship thing because there were some companies this year. So you mentioned Josh uh, from the Recreator Project at the at the beginning. He did have some sponsors mm -hmm. that enabled him to be there. So this is not like my unique idea, but I think we can formalize something and maybe make it more accessible to more of the Joshes and people out there that might you know um, need that that help, mm -hmm. extra help. And, and I'm so glad you guys raised your hands to help us with that. <laughs> well, I feel like I'll be getting a call any uh, or an email any, or 10 emails, uh, you know, soon. You feel uh, that? I do. I do. I do. <laughs> All right, guys. We love you. Everybody enjoy your weekend. And we will catch you next week. Uh, same bat time, same bat channel, 9 a.m. Pacific here for another Maker That Money with Pooch and Andrew, Repcord and 3D Gloop. Uh, until then. Ta-ta. Be good, everybody. See ya. Happy See ya. Friday. Happy Friday. Bye-bye.